What's good, y'all? It's popping. Welcome back to another episode of the Leah Sports Podcast, episode 144. I'm the moderator, Desi, and as always, I hope everyone has had a great weekend. weekend. I'm really excited this week, guys. Um, It's my birthday week. For those of you who don't know, my birthday is October 11th, which is the day that this episode will be dropping. So, just everybody's listening. I just need y'all to say happy birthday to the GOAT. And, you know what I'm saying? I'll feel it. I'll feel it. Um, I'm very excited about this week's episode. This past weekend was just wild, NFL and all. Uh, so let's go ahead and get introduced to the rest of the crew, starting with our two hosts, PC. Built the self, editor PC. Make sure you drop the video on October 12th at 11.59pm. Uh, um, just uh, make sure that Jesse gets a birthday present. All right, guys, welcome to the We Hate Sports Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all know the drill. Go Birds! 5-0. Y'all can't tell me nothing this week. Oh my god, TK, I thought you were doing something else, bro. Well, of course, PC is a hater. And next is TK with this clip. Well, is this a Clippers jacket? So PC. Oh my god. Don't ever in your life try me. Is this a Los Angeles jacket? Actually, I'm going to show you the back, too, because it's kind of dope. You guys can see it, see? Bro. Yeah, so I would never wear... I'm not Tolu. I don't bandwagon and also PC. I'm oh. not Tolu. I would never do anything disgusting on camera. Um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to make my intro brief. Um, when I tried to tell you guys after week one, like this is for the people in the sports chat, that the Broncos, it's going to be a very bad year for the Broncos. You guys, and, and we're going to get Kayla Williams. You guys thought I was trolling. Like, oh, you guys, you're not going to be able to be that bad with Sean Payton. Ladies and gentlemen, we are that bad. We just lost to the Jets yesterday, and Zach Wilson outplayed my quarterback one, Russell Wilson. The tier list is going to be absolutely insane today. Um we're in for a good episode, PC. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what to say. I'm just glad that you guys can see, like, what I said. Like, we will be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes that you guys can see. Uh, excuse my language that I wasn't talking out of my ass. The Broncos are absolutely that bad. It's another sad week. I got my Broncos jersey hanging right here that I have not been able to wear. I didn't even wear it during the Bron- I didn't wear it during the, 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 the Bears week. You know why, PC? Because we should have lost that game after we were down 28-7 to in the first half. We got lucky to win that one. We realistically right now should be on five. I'm going on too much, honestly. It's just, honestly, it's just every single year since 2015, I have felt absolutely nothing from this team but pain, pain, and more pain. And yesterday brought me nothing but more pain again. I'll play Russell Wilson. He didn't even score a touchdown. Crazy. All right. Next, Gianni. Well, PC and I are the only ones that can come out and say that we're, we won this weekend. So that's great to hear, honestly. Proud of y'all getting by by the skin of y'all teeth. But last but not least, Tola. Just move on with the show. I really don't want to. I'm already in a bad mood. Please just move on. Okay. I hate everything. Hate everything about Lamar Jackson? No, I hate everything. Okay. I hate everybody. Everybody. I yep. hate. I hate everybody. Every receiver on that fucking plane. I hate you all. I hate you. Hate you. I don't want. To, no, move on with the show. Language. 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 I'm already in a bad mood, and the motherfuckers couldn't catch a fucking ball yesterday. I don't want to hear anything. Okay. I hate losing to that fucking. Team. Every single fucking year, it's something losing to the fucking Steelers. The fucking Steelers. Them motherfuckers have caused me pain my whole fucking life. And we can't 
beat that team for shit. It's always something when it comes to Pittsburgh. Ooh, I'm sorry. It's going to be a difficult game because the Steelers Ravens. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Actually fucking play for once, bruh. I don't care about this goddamn rival. You motherfuckers are so pussy when you guys go out to Pittsburgh that you're so worried about the rivalry instead of playing your game. That's why the motherfuckers have a league best eight fucking drops because they're so scared about the rivalry. The rivalry. The rivalry this. Rivalry that. Shut up! Play your fucking game, bruh. Goddamn. Fuck. Uh, well, uh, PC, hopefully you'll be able to edit that for the YouTube and the Instagram and the TikTok because that was a lot of F-bombs. And and, and, and Tolu, quite honestly, if you want to be mad at anybody, you need to be mad at the, the guy that... And PC, I'm, I'm actually going to... I mean, if you want to join in, you can. I'm going to take a time, some time to troll at you to, to PC or Tolu because all goddamn day in the chat, we got to listen to you. And actually, Mook's not really guilty, but you and 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 and, and Bam. Oh, Rashad Bateman, he's up next. Oh, I'm telling you, that guy, he's up next. Oh, he's going to do this with 1,000 yards. He's going to break it. That dude is trash. He's injury prone, and we tried to tell you, all right? And then also, I'm going to throw this, too. You guys you, you guys know that guy, uh, Odell Beckham Jr.? Yeah. Uh, you, you, know, you know the Ravens paid him $17 million, right? Not, 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 not $13, $17 million. Hey, TK, I saw him on the field this past Sunday. You, you know what it was? Oh, he, it was, was at, he was actually on the field. Dude, I didn't even know he was out there, bro. He was uh he was uh being guarded by by uh Joey Port. That that's Tolu's boy, Penn State. Um and I saw in the red zone Joey Porter, once again Tolu's boy, getting picked off while OBJ is trying to defend him because Lamar made the bad throw. I mean That was his only bad throw of the game, by the way. But all right, you you, you can't throw me. You can't. <laughs> Nah, that's well, Tony, this is all I'm saying. You clearly did not watch the game. The big so, men are talking. Anyways, what are you saying? All I'm saying is this. Total, all I'm saying is this. I started Lamar Jackson over Justin Fields in fantasy this week, and I lost because of Lamar Jackson. All right, he put up nine points to Justin. Well, to blame his fucking receivers for not, not for getting out to catch the ball. Blame it on them. Yikes. Blame it. Blame it. Blame it. I mean. My quarterback, oh, oh, not me. Fault, no, what? My fault, Desi. Lamar has to play receiver too. Lamar has to play receiver too. Is that what you're saying? You have to play listen, receiver too. Listen, have to play receiver I'm gonna too. say this. Yeah, you have to throw. You have to throw dots, and he has to catch them too. Does he? Does he have to? Thank you. Yeah, we are in for so, a great episode. Yeah. yeah. All I'm just trying to say is Gabe Davis and them dropped five balls apiece, and Josh Allen's stats still look like they dropped look. Dropped so. as a team, buddy. Shut up. <laughs> So, hey, cry, weep. <laughs> okay, Yo, let's Lord, go ahead. You lost, you lost to Trevor Lawrence. I don't know why you're talking to me. You lost, you lost to Kenny Pickett. Trevor Lawrence okay. is a good quarterback. Like, but that's not, what I'm saying. Like, he lost to Kenny Pickett, TK. That's why it's not even it's not even worth it. Like, bro. If anything, Tolu, if anything, Tolu, you control Desi that the fact that Stefan Diggs got mossed. I mean, he got mossed by that safety. I, number 37. He I did. It. Hey, it is what it is. Wow. Wow. That was crazy. But go ahead, sweetheart. My bad. And he fumbled to lose the game. So, hey, this is just, you know, hey. But let's go ahead and go over what we're getting into this week. Starting off this week's episode will be um, our WHS Locks in Shock Week 5. Next will be our weekly questions. Then TK Steelers, uh, which is where he gives his three doves and three L's from this past NFL week. Um, after that, 
We'll be playing a mini game of wheels in the sports world. So please stay tuned in for that. And then my personal favorite segment um, of the pod, which is hot takes, is our last full segment. Then one final word from our main co-host, PC, with Cam's monologue. We have a couple of things to get into. But first, if you haven't already, please be sure to follow us on our socials at WHS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter slash X. And we hate sports all jammed together on TikTok and YouTube. Let's go ahead and jump right into our first segment, which is our WHS NFL locks and shock. And first, he already know who it is. (laughs) Lockwork at this point. Um, Well... Myself personally, one too weak. Um, Bills, they really got thrilled by injuries in London, didn't they? Um, and it, it cost them against the team, against the Jags. You know, that I think the Jags really needed that win uh, a lot more than the Bills actually needed that win. Um, so hopefully the Bills just get healthy. Then the Cardinals, uh, like I said, it's just not one of those teams where, you know, they, the Bengals really needed a victory over them, and they got that. Yeah, I guess that's what good teams do. Uh, my lone victory was the Dolphins. Uh, so to kick off week six, no, week five. Six? Yeah, yeah week five or week six. I think we're, oh, we're on week, week six. six. Oh, well, I've lost count. Sorry, it was a long week for last week. All right, to kick off week six, my first slot of the week. It's going to be the Dolphins over the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers, hey, man. You're probably going to end up with the top three pick, and that's honestly not the worst thing in the world. You can use that top three pick to get a wide receiver for Bryce Young or to get some protection on the O-line for Bryce Young. Um, oh, they don't pick this year, don't they? I actually hate, I hate to I hate to break it, but the Panthers actually don't have their pick. That's the Bears pick, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's the Bears pick. So they have no first-round pick this year. Second-round pick, but not a first. So, yeah, they might be fucked. Um, yeah, there's not much more to say. Uh, good luck. Good luck this Sunday, Carolina. That's my first lock. Dolphins over the Panthers. My second uh, lock of the week. Give me the Jags over the Colts. Um, now, y'all probably think of yourself, wait a minute, didn't the Colts win this past Sunday against Saints? Yes, they did. Zach Moss had a really good game. Um, the Jags, you know, I think the Jags really turned it around when they needed to. Like I said, this was really when they needed to get the Bills this past week. Um, now they get to go back home against the Colts, and for some weird reason, there's just always bad juju in the air when the Colts come down to Jacksonville, Duval County. They have not won there since 2015. I was in high school when the last time the Colts won in Jacksonville. Uh, so, Gardner Minshew is starting as well. Gardner Minshew is not a bad uh, backup quarterback, but I, uh, yeah, I don't think that he's going to do anything to help the Colts win. Uh, so that's why I think the Jags have got this game in the back. That's my second lock of the week. Then for my shock of the week, give me the Chargers over the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Um, you know, I, I don't know if the Chargers realize this or if Brandon Stanley realizes this. The AFC West is kind of wide open right now. Like, the Chiefs, the Chiefs aren't looking too, too, uh, uh, what's the words? They're not looking like the Chiefs. Let's just say that. Uh, the Broncos are the Broncos, and the Raiders are what they are. This division is wide open for the Chargers to take. Two and two, you have to take, you have to take this division by the throat right now if you're, if you're Los Angeles. And you do that by being good teams. You have to beat good teams if you want to be considered an elite team in this league. 
Justin Herbert, if you want to be considered and solidified as a top five quarterback, go out this Monday night, take care of business against a Cowboys team that is really looking to get their look back uh, and looking to blow off some scene after getting their <laughs> I'll say something crazy. After almost getting destroyed by the 49ers this past Sunday night. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to come down to a wire. Uh, but I do believe defense will ultimately win this game for Los Angeles. Um, they are the underdogs at home to a Cowboys team that, like I just said, lost to a really good 49ers team. So that's my shock of the week. Give me Chargers over Cowboys. For my first um, lock of the week, I'm going to go with the Chiefs over the Broncos. That's Thursday night football. It looked like Kelsey probably won't play, but the Broncos are still a mess. And I think the Chiefs are going to run them over, honestly. For my second lock, I'm going to go with the Dolphins over the Panthers. The Panthers are a mess. They're, they are screwed. They don't even have their pick. Honestly, they, they probably won't win more than three or four games, honestly. They're going to be, like, right there in the top three picks, which is going to belong to the Bears. So that's going to be my second lock. And for my upset of the week, I'm going with the Bucks over the Lions. Isn't Tampa Bay that game? The Lions are favorite on the road. And I feel like that game is low-key going to be a pretty good game. That's a 4 o'clock game late afternoon. I think the Bucks are playing pretty good um, football, honestly. And I think they, they're probably going to escape with that, a late second um, field goal, I think. It will be like a 26-23 to 23 type of game, honestly. Yeah, so I'm just going to assume everybody went with the most obvious, which is the Dolphins over the Panthers. I actually put a score here, 56-16. to 16. I think this is going to be an absolute blowout. Um, I'm actually surprised that the Dolphins didn't score more points on the Giants as I thought they would. Um, but with that being said, like we said earlier, uh, the, the Panthers don't have a first-round pick uh, this season, so they're not going to be able to draft the wide receiver. PC, they, they can trade for a wide receiver, which has been um, all the reports that we've been hearing. So I do think they'll trade for a wide receiver. Who it will be, I do not know. Um, but yeah, I think even if they get a wide receiver one, uh, just like Gianni said, I think this is a team that's 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 not winning any more than three or four games this season. Um, and yeah, like I and, and like we said earlier, they don't have a first round pick. So even if they do happen to get in the first top three picks, it won't matter because they're not going to have that pick that belongs to the Bears. So yeah, so I think uh, Dolphins 56-16 over the Panthers. Uh, my second lock was the 49ers over the Browns, uh, 33 to 28. Uh, the Browns have a really good defense. Uh, a lot of people are not talking about it for whatever reason. Miles um, Garrett, one of the best defenders in the league, if not the best defender in the league. Um, I think this would be a pretty close game. Last game that we saw Deshaun Watson, he looked pretty good. Um, Hopefully he'll be able to pick up that momentum and keep that going on in this game against the 49ers. But unfortunately for him, it won't matter because it is the 49ers, who I think is the best team in the NFL. Uh, and for my shock, I actually went with uh, PC with the Chargers over the Cowboys, uh, 42 to 39. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I understand the, the not the Dolphins, but the Cowboys have an elite defense. I don't think it's going to matter this game. I think the Chargers are going to have no problem putting up points because they're just that high. They're just that high octane of an offense. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, like I said, I think they'll be able to put points on everybody. Um, I think it's going to happen to the Cowboys. But, like I said, I think the Cowboys offensively are uh, just getting blowed out last night uh, with the 49ers. I think they'll have something to show. They'll want to come out next week showing that they can put up points as well. And I think they will put up a lot of points. But I don't. I, I think that the Chargers are going to win by a field goal uh, in the final seconds of this game, 42 to 39. So Dolphins over Panthers, 49ers over Browns, and Chargers over Cowboys. Desi, I was going to pick the Bills, but you will not embarrass me again. I picked y'all last week, and y'all lost. So thank you.
how you went against us the week before that, and you lost. So I know, I know. And then the one time, <laughs> the one time I finally have full confidence. I'm like, bro, they're gonna go out there, they're gonna thrash the, they're gonna thrash the job. I wouldn't have touched that game for, for multiple, multiple reasons. But Tolu? Chiefs over Broncos, you already see the Broncos are trash. Patrick Sertan is gonna be traded. They're gonna trade their entire team. And, Sorry, uh, bro, but honestly, P. Tolu, you do that to troll me, and you know I'm going to react to it. PS2 is not getting traded, brother. Stop yes, saying that. Stop. Mm-hmm. It, it's not happening. Okay. Continue. All right. But anyways, uh, that's my first lock of the week. Uh, my second lock of the week, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Niners over the Browns, even though the Browns have a good defense. Miles Garrett, uh, Zadarius, Zadarius Smith, they got a good D-line. I still think Christian McCaffrey's just going to feast over them because, you know, the, the Christian McCaffrey's the best running back in the NFL, probably an MVP candidate, probably the MVP of the entire NFL. Because, But um, if he was a quarterback, everybody would give him recognition. But because he's a running back, nobody cares. But that's a different discussion. So my second lock is going to be the 49ers over the Browns. My upset of the week is going to be the Seattle Seahawks over the Cincinnati Bengals because that Seattle secondary, I'm telling you, that Seattle Seahawks secondary is going to lock up Jamar Chase. They're going to lock him up. He always, he was, he was, he was doing that tweet on, on, on Twitter saying, oh, I'm always open. I'm always open with that stupid, cringy 7-Eleven tweet. You're cringe, Jamar Chase. You're cringe for that. That was cringy. Don't ever post that again. Now, I'm telling you right now, Dev- Devon Witherspoon is probably going to be defensive you play a r- defensive rookie of the year. That man is special. Rip Wollin is special. I'm telling you that Seattle Seahawks secondary is going to lock up Jamar Chase. He did all that. He was talking all that drivel, all that nonsense against the, against the Arizona Cardinals. Just wait. Just wait. Once he gets locked up by that Seattle Seahawks secondary, he's going to be complaining to, to the media talking about, I'm always open. Man, shut your corny ass up, Jamar Chase. You haven't went up against a real secondary. And when you go up against a real secondary in Seattle, you're going to get locked up and you're going to lose. I just want to say, I, I just want to say this. First of all, that was a bunch of BS of what you just said. Second of all, that's I respect your. That's great. That's great. But I just want to say, I respect your dedication. So, PC, I respect his dedication so much to the fact that he's literally purposely going to lose this, the, this whole lock and shock thing and the charity thing and whatever we're doing just because you cannot get the bingo state out your heart. You're going uh, to I, I, that I, was a pick. terrible pick. How's Jalen Carter? Jalen Carter is a defensive secondary. They're going to lock him up. They have a great secondary. Have you not seen their secondary? Have you not seen their secondary? Have you not seen Jamar Chase in the NFL for care. like the he's entire two, three years he's been he in there? Get the Cardinals. Oh, he didn't get the well, Cardinals. Oh my God. All right, man. Desi, go ahead. I can't. I can't. I just can't, bro. You guys love Jamar Chase so much. He did it against the Cardinals. The top okay. Three okay. In the okay. okay. Top five wide receiver in the league, actually. Not top three, top five. So, for my first lock of the week, um, seems to be very popular on the last two. Um, the Niners over the Browns. Deshaun Watson, they... It's Kevin Stefanski came out and said that Deshaun Watson, he cleared him to play, but he's still rehabbing. So I'm not understanding. He said he missed practice today because of his rehabbing. 
but he said that he was ready. So, yeah, I'm not thinking that Deshaun is where they want him to be. I feel like they probably will force them to play, and it's going to look really, really, really bad for the Browns. So, yes, give me the Niners over the Browns. My next lock, I'm going with the Bills over the Giants. We both have suffered a lot of injuries, but the Giants, they're just worse off. And once again, their quarterback is looking like he's not about to play, and I'm not really sure what's going on with Tyrod, but I know he got hurt as well. Um, so, yeah, it's not it's not looking good. The Giants' O-line is terrible, and with all of our players coming back um, on our D-line next week, it's not going to be good for whoever is behind the Giants' O-line. And for my shock of the week, I'm going with Arizona over the Rams. Arizona, um, they are a very scrappy team, as I like to say. I like what I see from Arizona. Arizona gives me, they will knock you out the playoffs just because they can't go vibes. Um, the Rams look pretty good against Philly yesterday, but Washington did as well. And we all know what happened to Washington on Thursday. So give me the Cardinals over. All right, y'all. And with that, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment, which is our three questions. For our first question, um, let's see. Number one, is it time for the Minnesota Vikings uh, to feel calls about trades for Kirk Cousins? TK, your thoughts first. I'm going to say no. Um, I understand that they're one and four right now. It's only five games. It's a 17-game season. Uh, I think that, that this is a team that still uh, is so gifted offensively that they can turn it around, and not to mention that they're in the NFC. Um, I don't know. And, and even if you do feel cars, calls for Kirk Cousins, um, I still feel like you're going to have to still pay out a majority of that contract. And I feel like if that's the case, you might as well just keep Cousins for the year and see if you can turn things around. Uh, which, like I said, I think they will be able to do. Um, Kirk Cousins is 35 years old. I don't think the, the problems have necessarily been Kirk Cousins as well. I think it's been the defense. And they've just been really, really unlucky in these uh, one-possession games. Um, <clears throat> I expect that to turn around as well. Uh, maybe... I don't, I don't know, fill some calls for some defensive players, maybe add to the defense, because like I said, I think that, that this is one of the, this is the biggest hill to this team is their defense. Like I said, I don't think Kirk Cousins has necessarily played that bad this season. So like I said, um, they're in the NFC. This is a team that I, that I expect to turn it around because they're so gifted offensively. So I'm going to say no, don't trade Kirk Cousins right now. Um, if, if, you, if you go one in six or one in five, one in six, then I think maybe you go ahead and Maybe do something from there. But I think even if you lose five games in, in the NFC, I think you can still turn things around, uh, especially with the division that they're in as well. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say no. Keep Kirk Cousins uh, and, and just get through it. Turn this thing around. Like I said, if if, me, if worse come to worse, just make some calls for uh, some defensive players that are available. Yeah, I have to agree with uh, TK here. Well, I agree with TK to a, to a degree. Um, this... Vikings in Kirk Cousins' relationship, man, like, for the last two years now, Kurt's been, you know, uh, signing, has been signed to, like, one-year contracts, you know, he's been getting paid, but is anything long-term? And that's, that's a problem with this, with this marriage here. The Vikings cannot commit. They cannot commit to a guy like Kirk Cousins, and I'm not sure why, because Cousins has been playing horrible. Like, he certainly has like earned at the very least like a, a two three year deal um i don't think kirk cousins is the issue in minnesota um but for some odd reason 
the Vikings need a scapegoat, and that just so happens to be Kirk Cousins. Um, so with that being said, you may as well try and get something out of that. Uh, if you know you think Kirk, if you don't think Kirk Cousins is a long-term answer, and you do that by you know possibly you know trading uh, you know away him for a future first-round pick, um, there are plenty of teams in the NFL that could use Kirk Cousins' services right now. Um, and I think there are a lot of teams in the NFL that if you plug Kirk Cousins in their system on their team, they probably make the playoffs. Um, the way the Vikings were laying games last year, they were 13-2 in one possession games. Uh, now this year, it's like complete opposite. And like you see like how much their, their record has flipped from last year compared to this year. Um, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame, too, because, you know, this Vikings team is obviously talented. But, uh, yeah, Kirk Cousins, he's going to end up being the scapegoat. Uh, I think he was always going to end up being the scapegoat. But I feel like we should just rush to the ending here of this, you know, toxic marriage and just just cut ties with Kirk Cousins because, obviously, he's not the long-term answer and the Vikings still see him as it. Okay, question two. Are the Denver Broncos, are the, Denver Broncos the worst team in the NFL? After losing to the New York Jets yesterday, Gianni, your thoughts first. I'm going to say, when I look at the Denver Broncos, I'm going to say they're the second worst team. I think the worst team to me is the Panthers right now. With the way they are, they're 0 5. They're just a mess, honestly. And when I look at the Broncos, they're the second worst team. I think if you look at by conference, I think the Broncos are the worst team in the AFC. And then you look at the NFC, you look at the Panthers as the worst team. They're just a mess. They just need to clean house, I feel. Like, you know, do some trades and stuff. I don't know what they're going to do with the head coaching and, and general manager and everything. That That's something I think TK knows more about. But I think they're, they're a second worst team, in my opinion. I think the Panthers are one. Now, TK. TK. I'm not going to hit you with, like, any facts about your team that you all already know. All right? I'm not going to talk to you about the players or the coaching staff or, you know, the owners. I'm not going to do any of that. All right? I'm not going to tell you things that you already know. All right? It's kind of a lie. Because I am about to tell you something that you already know. Something that everybody already knows. So, Lou, I need my choir. Because it's time for the Denver Broncos (laughs) (laughs) Starting with the Trevor Simeons. uh, Are we serious right now? In Athens, the Paxton Lynches, the Brock Osweilers, the Case Keenums, the Joe Flacco's, Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco, the Brandon Allens, Andrew Stephen Lux, TK. Oh, man. The Jeff Driscoll, <laughs> the Brett Rippians, <laughs> the Teddy Bridgewaters, 
Florida like legend. You can't throw Russ on that list. And you can't throw Russ on that list. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You <sighs> really can. That's all I got. <laughs> Damn it, I wanted to play a choir. Are you serious right now? Are you serious right now? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos aren't making me suffer enough. I gotta come on here, hear the list. I gotta hear this African baboon play choir in the back. Like this, like what is wrong with y'all? Like, did y'all plan this before the show? Did y'all have a private chat that y'all made before the show? Like and, and, and said, oh, we're gonna do this tonight. Is that what you is that what you did, PC and Tolu? I just had the thought in my brain, like, damn, it'd be a really good night to bring back the QB list when that was right. All right, well, well, you're an asshole. I'll tell you <laughs> that you're an asshole. And I honestly don't even want to. I don't even want to answer the question hey, anymore, bro. I, I really don't even want to answer the question anymore. Hey, you 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 set the alley oop TK. All I had to do was dunk it. All right. I mean, I mean, it was it was fundamental. It was fundamental. It was right there. It was right there. All right. 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 Right. Okay. Well, then, yeah, there we go. So I'll think about that, Desi. I actually agree with PC. Um, uh, Gianni, I actually don't think the Panthers are the worst team in the league. I just think they're the most unlucky with no offensive line, no wide receiver weapons. Uh, they got they, they they were duped by Miles Sanders, who maybe you guys can speak on a little more. I was never high on my, Miles Sanders. I just think that he happened to be run running behind the best offensive line in the league, which was, which is you guys last year. And we see what he looks like without a with the bad offensive line. He's really not that good. He's not that guy. Um. So yeah. So and, and our defense is is nothing to really brag about either. This is also an, a, a, an entire new head coaching uh, uh, coaching staff. So everything is going to take some time with that. The Denver Broncos are absolute dog shit. All right, we are terrible. All right, we were we 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 paid two hundred thirty million or two hundred million dollars to a guy named Russell Wilson who. The Seattle Seahawks were so tired of, they literally basically gave this dude to us and said, here, please take him. We're not going to give him the contract. So you go ahead and give him the contract. And they gave him to us. And we were duped, all right? Russell Wilson is playing absolutely incredible this year. And I'm saying incredible based on what he played last year. And he actually, and he honestly is playing a lot better this year. <clears throat> and if we had a defense that was any good, we would probably actually be maybe three and one right now or three or, or four and one, who knows? But, um... Yeah, the defense is absolutely terrible. And PC and everybody, Desi, Gianni, Tolu, I have a stat for you guys, all right? So the greatest offense of all time is the 2,000 Rams, and they average seven yards per play. The 2023 Denver Broncos are averaging seven, are allowing 7.2 yards per play, bro, which means any quarterback that goes out there or any offense that goes out there are going to look like that 2000 Rams team, which on paper is the greatest team of all time. I don't, bro, I don't think people like understand that, bro. Like that is terrible. And like, look, PC and Gianni will tell you, when we hire Vance Joseph, I ranted in the sports chat for days. I did not like the signing and it was for this specific reason. I don't understand how you are a defensive coordinator who can't defensive coordinate. What are you here for? 
You went to Arizona and they were bottom bottom of the league in their defensive efficiency and, and sacks and interceptions and everything. And Sean Payton, you decide to bring that guy back to Denver and just absolutely ruin everything that we had planned for this season, honestly. Honestly, uh, uh, PC, I'm kind of glad you read the list. And you know why? Because since since those, since those that first quarterback you named, who I bet you don't even remember the – I think you probably do because you probably memorized this. I don't remember who the first quarterback after Peyton Manning was. But ever since that 20 uh, – Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Thank, thank you. you. Trevor Simeon is the greatest quarterback we've had since Peyton Manning. And I'm saying that over Russell Wilson and everything. The thing with Trevor Simeon is he never got a shot. And he was he he was just too and he, he it was all mental with Trevor Simeon. If we would have actually gave him a chance, he would have been better than Russell Wilson, bro. Like I'm so over Russell Wilson, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just so over it. But PC, so like I was saying, all right. Since Trevor Simeon, we should have just had to we we should just had the rebuild right there. So for 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2020, 2021, Wilson. We just honestly, we just got to take an L with that. But like I said, the defense, honestly, nothing's going to change. Our next five games, and I memorized them, is the Chiefs. I believe it's the Packers. Then it's the Chiefs again. Then it's the Bills. Oh my God! And and here's the thing, I may not do the podcast the day that we the the the, the day after that we play the Bills because I refuse to come on this podcast and have Desi wearing her Josh Allen jersey and coming on here talking itch to me throughout the whole episode. So PC, I'm letting you know right now. Find a new host for that episode because the beat down that Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and James Cook are going to put on us is going to be disgusting. All right. But yeah, PC, honestly, like I said, I told you guys last week, if we didn't win this Jets game, I honestly, I don't think we're going to win any more games for the rest of the season. Our next easiest game, ladies and gentlemen, would be either the New England Patriots or the Houston Texans. I don't think we beat the Texans. I don't know if y'all think we can beat the Patriots. I, 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 I just, I honestly, I'm, I'm, bro, I am torn. Honestly, this is just sad. Congratulations, PC. Congratulations, Tolu. Congratulations, Desi and Gianni for having a team that you can actually go out there every week and say, "Damn, my team got a chance to win every single game." I haven't felt that since 2015. 20 fucking 15 when I graduated high school, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's you graduated yeah, great. Yes, I graduated in 2015, yes. <laughs> this but man, like I was saying, bro, 30, y'all. About to be 27, but yeah. 30. Get it off. Okay, get it off. Go ahead, Tony. Go ahead, go ahead. You done? Thank you. All right, so since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, I have not been, I have not been a proud fan of a football team, and I have not been happy or proud of my football team since 2015. But all of you guys that are on this podcast right now, you know, you got Josh Allen. Top three quarterback, top two if you want to make an argument. He's my top two right now. You know, you know. Total, you know, you got a top five quarterback in Lamar Jackson. You know, PC, Gianni, you guys got a you know top five quarterback. You know, just this went to a Super Bowl, and he he actually looks better this year than he did last year. The team's just struggling, you know, because you guys are picking it up with offense. But I mean, damn. I mean, how does that feel, guys? Great. You know, you know. And I'm just gonna say one more thing um, before I move on. <clears throat> Josh Allen could have been a Denver Bronco. We drafted Bradley Chubb over Josh Allen. Josh Allen went to Buffalo. 
and the rest was history. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bradley Chubb isn't even a Bronco anymore because we just traded him last year to the Miami Dolphins, who look like they're going to the playoffs as well. That's what it's like being a Denver Broncos fan. If you're not a fan of a football team, don't come here, okay? If you live in Denver, you haven't picked a football team yet, don't pick the Denver Broncos, all right? Because if we're finally going through the rebuild now, and we're not going to be making any type of noise in the NFL for the next three to four years. But if you're a fan of this team right now, I know I'm not sound like a preacher right now. If you're a fan of this team right now, for all my Broncos fans listening right now, Caleb Williams or Drake May is going to save the day. Oh, it is a start. Oh, here we go. It is a start, ladies and gentlemen. He's a bear, we will, we, Can bear. I finish my soliloquy, please? Thank you. Drake, Drake, Drake May or Caleb Williams is the answer. And luckily for us, and not so luckily for us, we're so bad that we actually might get him. And sweetheart, Desi, you can go ahead and take over. I'm done. Hey, slide, hey Pete, TK, can you slide us uh, Sertan for a third rounder, please? He's a bill, buddy. Okay, he's a bill. okay, let me say this for the, wait. Shut up! No the fuck he's not! He's not a bill! He's not a dolphin! He's a, he's not a raven! He's not gonna be an eagle! He's not none of that, okay? Chrissy, why Desi, do you want to keep one player? Like, y'all trash. What do you have to do? Okay, but listen. I understand. You haven't been through a rebuild in so long, so you wouldn't understand. PC, would you say that you guys went through a rebuild? Before Jalen Hurts? Well, no, not really, because you went to the Super Bowl, and then you had Jalen Hurts. So, no, none of y'all don't know what it's like. to. And then Tolu, you had Lamar Jackson, and even before that, you would. All right, so... We are, like, literally all the reports already came out, like, from, like, people that are in in the Broncos, like, like circles, basically, is what I'm saying. That have already said that basically everybody's up for, for trade except for Patrick Sartan unless he asks to be traded out, which people in his circle are saying that he doesn't want to leave Denver. So thank yeah. God for that. But, yeah, I think Justin – so I'll give you some big names that are gone. Justin Simmons is gone. Garrett Bowles. You guys need a safety, don't you, Desi? Don't try to yeah. use safety right now. So, and and I know I know the we Eagles need, need safety. <laughs> we need no, their not, get, sweetheart, we sweetheart, are. get sweetheart, get his name out your goddamn mouth, okay? Justin Simmons, Garrett Bowles. I'm gonna just give y'all some names: Jerry Judy, uh, 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 Javante Williams, uh, uh, Cortland Sutton. I mean, these are like honestly, all those players they're up for grabs. Basically, anybody not named Sartan. And honestly, that's the way it should be, to be honest, because we are absolute dog shit. But yeah, so if you need a safety, if you need a right receiver, you feel me? If you need a tackle, if you need a tackle, which y'all definitely need a right tackle, you feel me? Give us a call. We taking picks, baby. We taking picks. Just we on the line for that DB. <laughs> call. Just call. That line. Yeah. So. I heard you, CK. Sad to be a different fan. Okay. Last question. Question three. San Francisco for the Niners. Um, San Francisco 49ers, quote unquote, the team to beat in the NFL after yesterday's show lacking on the Dallas Cowboys. PC, your thoughts first. Hmm. Are the <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. The San Francisco 49ers, the team to beat. Hmm. Let me think about this for a second. San Francisco 49ers, uh, probably MVP uh, right now, the league. Christian McCaffrey, but for the uh, good game, George Kittle, first three touchdown game. Defense looked great. 
coaching's great. Everything's great in San Francisco, right? Undefeated. Like, everything's great. Right? And then you remember who they beat up. The Dallas Cowboys. You know, that same team that I literally said on this podcast last week would find a way to fold. And their two losses of the year came against the one in three Cardinals at the time and now the undefeated 49ers. Like, they've, they've beaten literally nobody. They've beaten teams all with losing records and were ready to give the 49ers their flowers because of that. I, I mean, I, I, you know, y'all can say, y'all can say the 49ers are a team right now. You know, y'all can say that. That's what everybody thinks, right? But let's call it for what it is. The 49ers are the team to beat right now. But I guess that's just the thing about me. I never care about the right now. I care about when it matters. And when it matters, we've seen what the 49ers are. We've seen not just this year. We saw it last year. We saw it the year before that. We saw it in 2019 in their Super Bowl against the Chiefs. We saw it um, against the Rams in the NFC Championship game. We saw it uh, even going back as far as Super Bowl with the Ravens. We know what this scene is. All right? We know. The, the, the San Francisco 49ers are about as bad as the Boston Celtics when it comes to finishing and winning championships. All right? If I had to give an NBA comparison to what the Niners are, that's what the San Francisco 49ers are. They are the Boston Celtics of the NFL because they don't know how to close. And everybody's going to say, yes, this is a team to beat, and look at how they dominated the Dallas Cowboys, and oh my goodness, they made that look like a fraud, and they're just, they're just running away with every victory, right? I'm not, it's not even chess that I'm playing here, guys. Like, this is just long-term thinking that I'm doing here, staying five sets ahead of everybody, all right? Y'all are going to say that the 49ers are a team to beat in, in the, not just the NFC, but in the NFL. That's cool. That's fine. All right? Tell me that after uh, this month. Tell me that in December, all right? Tell me that after the game that they have this season against the Eagles, you know? Tell me that uh, when they uh, got to take on any other elite team that's on their schedule. Matter of fact, Let's actually pull up the 49ers schedule uh, because outside of that Eagles game, there really isn't any competition, in my opinion, or any team that I see actually dethroning them. Like, are we really going to trust Lamar Jackson and his wide receivers to beat San Francisco 49ers? I don't know about y'all, but I'm not. All right. And that's in week uh, 16. Um, you got their division rival, the Seahawks, that they still got to face, and they always find a way to beat the Seahawks. So I'm not worried about that. They got the Jaguars, eh. They got the Bengals, eh. They got the Browns, eh. That's it. It's no real competition for Niners this year. Like, honestly. Like, there is no real competition. So, y'all are going to say, when you're going to be, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I'll be chilling. You know, I'll still be here representing my Eagles. Telling y'all that the Eagles are the top team. Uh, we're the standard. Because we are, because we're the defending national football champions. And yeah. Yeah, that's all I got to say. And you can you can give me that look all you want, TK. You know damn well I'm right. All right. You can call me a hater. I mean called a hater there the rest of this time. All right. Oh, I'm a broad three. I'm this, I'm that, damned you damned if I don't, but I, I just like 
I'm just tired of talking about a 49ers team that literally, like, <laughs> they have this team in a chokehold. Every single year, the 49ers have, like, the NFL and the fan base and all the analysts in a chokehold. And they always find a way to choke when it matters most. I love this. And PC, don't forget, too, PK was hyping up the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. I was just going to say that, Gianni. Yeah, he okay, was just well, putting that defense all, on the totem pole. Yeah. Okay, that, and, and that's great. That's cool. Y'all got me there. I mean, I'll let y'all get that one. But at the same, like, come on, bro. Like, PC, really? Every year the 49ers are hyped? They just got hyped last year when they got Brock Purdy. Let's not act like all this happened. With no, Brock they didn't. It no, been- they didn't. They said so, that they could win so, with Jimmy G. They didn't, so, no matter who they put back there, on oh God they would. Really Screaming and hollering Jim- with wait, Jimmy G. Okay, wait. It's wait, not about TK. Did we really expect Jimmy G TK. to be Patrick Mahomes? TK, TK, timeout. In the Super Bowl? Either. You're not going to do that. The Niners were a favorite in the Super Bowl. It's when Jimmy G as well all right y'all like i have bad short-term memory i don't have bad long-term memory i remember that you were one of the point our supporters when jimmy g was still there and i, and, and I still am and that's okay and oh okay wait wait whoa whoa first of all pc what what wait 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 now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna no, 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 i'm not gonna let you think that you got one of me because the reason why i went for the 49ers is because they want to get who the chiefs i would never root for the chiefs okay never you don't have to. You don't have then, to. But then PC, then PC, after Jimmy G, who, who was that? Who was that terrible quarterback? Uh, check Snopes. Uh, Trey Lance? Yeah. Nobody thought they were going to win with him. He was supposed to be a project that was supposed to grow into the court, that was supposed to learn how to be a quarterback in the NFL under on the Shanahan's system, and that did not work at all. They sent that guy to the Cowboys. All right. Now they get Brock Purdy in his first Seven, eight games, what does this kid do? He goes against the best team in the NFC, if you don't want to call him the best team in the NFL, against the Eagles, and then then he gets hurt, and then the second quarterback gets hurt, then the third quarterback gets hurt, then the fourth quarterback gets hurt. I mean, quarterbacks just went down like flies, bro. Like, if anybody wants to say let's, like... You're proving my point. No, but am I PC or am I saying that you guys kind of got... We don't know what would have happened with Brock, Brock Purdy in that game if he would have played that entire game versus that. We don't know. So what happened in that NFC championship TK? You wonder what happened? He got strip sacked by Hassan Reddick. That was like the first play. Okay, I'll give you that. You can't tell me that 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 is just going to like nullify because Brock Purdy got hurt. All right, that was their first drive offensively from scrimmage. And it was a strip sack. Start the game. That was Purdy's only drive. And now you're going to sit on here and tell me, like you've been trying to tell me, that Brock Purdy, had he played, would have ultimately been the deciding factor in that game? Hey, man, PC, look. Points? All right, all right. So let's not talk about the past, PC. All right, let's let's disagree to disagree, though. Let's talk about the question, which – the question which is – are the 49ers the team to beat in the NFL after the shellacking that they put on the Cowboys? Look, regardless of your of you being an Eagles fan, PC, and your hate towards the Cowboys, which I will say, I really respect how you're able to hate the Cowboys without trolling so much like PC hates, like like Tolu's hate on the Bengals and the uh, Browns. So I, I respect and the Steelers all. Bro, Tolu, you just troll every damn team in your division, bro. It's bad. So, PC, I respect your, your ability to do that, bro. But at the same time, PC, it's like, bro, 
Say whatever you want about the Cowboys. They were a good team going into this game. They were four and one against the <clears throat> it's are we in week six? Yeah, we're in week six. So against the five and oh who were were who were the only undefeated team besides you guys. This is supposed to be this is supposed to be a, a, a good game between these two. All right. Top notch defenses. Whatever you want to say about Dak Prescott, he wasn't terrible going into this game. I mean, after the game with the three interceptions, he was. But going into the game, he wasn't terrible. And then you had you had Brock Purdy continuing the success that he's continued since the last the last last year of the seven games that he started last year going into this season. I mean, it was supposed to be a really good game. We did not get that, and um, that's because of what PC, the defense of the 49ers. Brock Purdy putting on the absolute. I mean, bro, if you want me to read, you know, PC, I actually have the stats right here in front of me, brother. So I'm gonna go ahead and and and, and read these stats to you, okay? Brock Purdy, 17 of 24. 252 yards, five touch, four touchdowns. PC, would you call that a? Would you call that an elite game from a quarterback? Sure. Gianni, because you're an Eagles fan too, so you wanted to talk a little trash too. So would you would call that an elite game, right? Uh, well, the thing if is, if like- Jalen Hurts goes out and puts 17 of 24 for 250 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, we're calling that an elite game. Do not do that, but, guys. But. I'll tell you something about the Cowboys. Cowboys don't get turnovers from the other team. A mediocre team. If you look at their stats from last season to this season, they have a losing record. They're like one in five, and they don't get two or more turnovers again. Totally, you, so, totally. You seeing this, right? It's the excuses, man. I mean, that, I just no, gave them true. really good stats, which I understand. Hey, but hey, Brock hey, Purdy. I, I hate the Niners. Nobody's making excuses, all right? First of all, I'm not making excuses, all right? We're at least you said sure, PC. At least you said sure. I said sure, all right? Okay, all right. You're saying, you're so, saying if, if Jalen Hurts had that same stat line, would it be a good stat line? Sure, PC, it would, all right? But PC, I wouldn't, it's regarded as a top five quarterback. Is Brock Perry regarded as a top five quarterback, TK? Not yet. Is he he this will be. I, yeah, I think he has potential to be. If, bro, the dude does not. He doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't lose. Like what? I don't understand what more he has to do, bro. Like I don't understand what more this kid has to do. But that's not the point. We'll get to that later. But it, they're my tier list. And then PC. Here's the most important, the most impressive thing to me. It's not the three interceptions or the fumble, bro. Do you realize they held the Dallas Cowboys under 200 yards? The week by week. And PC. And, and PC. I also say this every. I told you every week it changes, bro. My list is fluid. Every week the best team. Of the, it could be a different team every week. Last and week also, it was the Bills. This week it's the Niners. Next week it might be the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? It changes every week. But this specific week, bro. And honestly, can, can okay. So I'm gonna ask you guys one question and then we can move on. If give me a weakness about the 49ers. What is their weakness? Because I, I can't, I can't think of one. To me, their weakness is their secondary because I see their secondary. Yeah. No, so serious. I'm, I mean, TK, you you failed to realize about the 49ers, like their system is designed to make any quarterback look good. Go back. No, Trey I'm, Lance was not good in the system. I let you talk. I let you yeah, speak. but CJ Beffer was good in that system years ago. Iowa State. Go back and watch Brock Perry's highlights at Iowa State. I guarantee the quarterback that you see at Iowa State, the quarterback that you see now, proves just how great a head coach Kyle Shanahan is and how great his system is to make a guy like Brock Purdy look as amazing as he is. But the problem with Brock Purdy 
is that we have not seen this man step up and be the reason the 49ers yes. We haven't. We simply haven't. All right? He wasn't the reason Yo. that the that the 49ers beat the Cowboys last night. All right? That was George Kittle. As long as you're not making dumb decisions out there, which Brock <laughs> is not doing, then they are winning. <sighs> they are winning games. My, my- I think their their weakness to me the Niners' weakness I saw against the Rams because the Rams without Cooper Cup were were throwing a party Matthew Stafford was throwing a party. One of the weaknesses is their secondary. Like if you attack them in the middle, the they basically have no answer there. That that that's only if you have a good offensive line. The Rams' offensive line is not that good really, but the Rams' offensive line and they were able to have really really good success against them. I think it comes down to having a good offense line against that that front, really. Because if you attack their secondary in the middle, they have no answers. They have no answers. And if you have Brock Purdy be the reason that this team wins the football game, I can almost guarantee, I still have yet to even see it, Brock Purdy being the main reason that the 49ers win a huge, massive football game that they need to win. Christian you, McCaffrey didn't score a touchdown last night. Can you tell the me? Dude threw four can touchdowns. Tell, can you tell me, though, TK, what is the one big game that isn't in the regular season, that was all maybe in the postseason, that I didn't see that Brock Perry was the reason that the 49ers won the game? Can you tell me? I, I don't know. The, the kid has played seven games last year. Got okay. hurt in the biggest game of his life. He got hurt in the one game where he could have proven it to us. No. No. You're hopping, you're hopping up like this. Desi, so Desi, you too? Like, y'all, okay, so wait, so nobody thinks, wait, 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 wait. Party, party went out there and slipped. He did it. There was a demon step back up. He missed that part of the game. I'm so sick of you and every other Frisco fan trying to say, well, what if he would have played? Why didn't he play, TK? You got hurt. Because of the strip sack. Because of the sun. Okay, so can I ask y'all a question? Wait, can I just ask y'all one question? I got to know how many casuals I'm actually talking to. So everybody on this call believes that. Wait, wait, wait. Let him go. PC, PC, PC. You know know I'm sarcastic and I just joke around. But so everybody on this call literally thinks that it's not Brock Purdy that's actually a good quarterback, which I actually think he is. You guys think that it's the system that Brock Purdy is that good? Yes. Yes. So PC, yes. Did you not see Jimmy yes. G? Yeah. Gianni, yes. 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 Dude, uh, dude okay. my God. So, Tolu, you disagree? Ali. I'm glad, Tolu. He's not. He's not. He's not a system quarterback. He's not trash. I want to tell you something. I'm not saying he's trash, but he's flourishing like he is because of that system. And for y'all to say no, you're being totally naive. San Francisco has been known for their system. Alex Smith. Is Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance. Hell, they signed Sam Darnold. All right, and he looks seemingly decent out there. We all know how bad Sam Dar- uh, Sam Darl is. Like, what are we talking about him? Again, TK, I urge you, go back and look at Brock Perry's Iowa State highlights. He was trash, dude. He was trash. All right? He comes to San Francisco. There's a reason he was Mr. Irrelevant, and all of a sudden you think he's a top-10 quarterback because of that? No, he's in the perfect QB system, dude. That's not a coincidence. Like, it's really, it's not a coincidence. 
All right, guys, uh, we saw guys that we saw in the NFC Championship game last year. Josh Johnson. All right, uh, and, and their other backup emergency quarterback. Look terrible. Yeah, one week. Yeah, one week of practice. All right. Yeah, one week of practice. So he, he, even even someone like him with a month in that system. No, with, stop, 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 stop. Yes, stop. it's true. Yes, it wasn't just that bad. I mean, really, this was just that good. The 49ers are so disrespectful. Do not need a franchise quarterback in order to make that team look good. How how be a franchise quarterback when you have all guys all around you? You don't. You don't. That's the whole thing with the point you right? That's the thing that's been holding them back, TK, for the last decade. That's the reason they haven't won a, a Super Bowl in the last... Jimmy G was holding them back. No! He went to a Super Bowl and turned the ball over twice and lost in the game. Jeez. They lost because he couldn't complete a 16-yard pass. He overthrew a 30-yard pass, my brother. Are you serious? Brady would have made that throw. No, he wouldn't have, man. That's what I'm trying what to get throw, What throws has Brock Purdy not made? What game have you watched where you said, damn, this brother's not good? What game have you watched that you say that Brock Purdy is the reason they won? All the of it, bro. Every no, game that's on the no. TV on CBS or Fox or whatever, I watch every game. Brock Purdy is legit. He is. A, and, and also, Desi, I okay. agreed last year. Last year, bro, you can ask anybody in the sports team. I was like, bro, yeah, Brock Purdy is a system quarterback. He's a system quarterback. And do I saw this man the first five games this year. This man is legit, bro. At surgery, came Jimmy back, continued, picked up where he left off. Has not lost a game in the regular I'm, season. No, like, bro, I, what more does this man have to do? Sam Darnold didn't look this good in the system. McCaffrey is a part of Trey the Lance. Season. Trey Lance was so bad in the best in, in what PC is calling the best quarterback system. And PC, I agree with you. By the way, it is the best quarterback system of all time. If you're a quarterback, you want to play for Kyle Shanahan. Because that system is perfect. So it didn't work for Trey Lance. It didn't work for Sam Darnold. Trey Lance got traded. Uh, uh, Jimmy G, who literally was a bridge quarterback for Trey Lance. Let's not forget that. He was the bridge for a even worse quarterback. And we're going to act like Jimmy G is some good quarterback now? Well, Jimmy, Jimmy G, G the, the year they went to – wait, TK. Was the not, year they no. went to – That defense. They, and 10 picks. 28 touchdown tip picks. I'll give him that. But then we got to the Super Bowl, and what happened? Critical turnovers, missed opportunities and throws. He just, bro, Jimmy G showed who he really was. My point is this. PC, when Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, brother, I, I'm not saying it'll be this year. I'm not saying it'll be this year. But, bro, I cannot wait to see your face, dog. Because, bro, you all four, actually all three of y'all, because Tony's the only one to agree with me. Y'all are so disrespectful. Like PC, people were saying this about Jalen Hurts. Don't forget, at the time, people were saying Jalen Hurts was a was a was a was a uh, 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 system quarterback. Don't forget, people were people were saying that were saying stop. People were saying about that about Jalen Hurts, and what did he turn into? A top five quarterback in the league. I'm not saying Brock Purdy is going to be top five, but Brock Purdy, in my opinion, right now is top ten. If we're going by this year, I don't care what nobody says, and I think he will be top ten in everybody's eyes sooner rather than later. I cannot wait. Let me just ask you this, and we can finally move on from this. Do you have Brock Purdy over Jalen Hurts? No. Well, no, I just said Jalen Hurts is in my top five. Okay. Absolutely not. I'm not, a, I'm not an idiot. I, I mean, I have, I have nothing more to say. I Like, this is just you'll, – you'll see in due time, TK, when the lights are the brightest, 
We're going to see who the real Brock Purdy is. We have not seen who the real Brock Purdy is yet. But you're talking like the kid is Dak Prescott. All right, even Dak Prescott has actual season. I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Fishing, man. I'm done, PC. Go ahead and move on, Desi. Go ahead and move on. I'm done. I'm we done. saw one game. We saw one game where he played a division foe for two games. All right, so he already knew the team that he was going up against, and he played the Eagles, and in the first offensive position, he got strip-sacked. Well, PC, PC, you you will see him in the playoffs again this year. You will definitely see him in the playoffs, and I can't wait. And I hope I do. And I hope I do. Tyler, hmm. did you want to answer the question? I mean, <clears throat> PC and TK just, um, they pretty much said everything. I mean, PC's a hater of the 49ers. Uh, TK, you know, is um, a truther of the 49ers. In my opinion, I'm more on TK's side. I do believe the San Francisco 49ers are the best team in the NFL. It, but unfortunately, the NFC isn't won in week five. We're going to have to wait and see throughout the season to see if the Niners can, you know, maintain, you know, whatever. But I do agree that that I right now I think the Niners are the best team in the NFL. But let's just move on because we did we had so much time on this. We had great debates. I mean, it was great. I love Team PC all amped. It gets me horny. Okay, and with that, that's the end of weekly questions. CK, we can move on to your tier list. Cause what total? What? Yeah, that was a that was that was a great way to you know. And that totally nice. But yeah, like she said, it's, t- it's time for TK's tier list. You guys already know what's up. We do three winners. We do three losers for the previous week. It was week six. No, it was it was a week five. It was week six. We're going to say it was week six. So yeah. So let's go ahead and start with, let's start week with the five. losers first. Yeah. Oh, it was week five. Okay, perfect. Thanks. So week five. Let's go ahead and start with the losers first. The New England Patriots, 34 to zero loss to the Saints, bro. And I need people to understand something, all right? Like, I understand Mac Jones, 12, 22, yards, two, two interceptions. Um, but people keep wanting to say, oh, it's Mac Jones' fault, it's Mac Jones' fault, and Mac Jones is terrible, and Mac Jones is this, and Mac Jones is that. I'm going to add one. This is where I'm going to bring the opportunity to, to bring a guy. Like, uh, let's bring PC and Tolu to the, to the camera. All right, so Tolu. I bet you wish you had a wide receiver one right now, don't you? Well, well, you seem to be developing one in Zay Jones, but he's not there yet. But right now, you would really love to have what you th- a wide receiver one where you thought OBJ would be, right? I, I guess. So, and, and PC, how does it feel to have, and Gianni, how does it feel to have two wide receiver ones? Like, what does that feel like? Feels great. Feels great. Feels and, 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 and will you guys admit, knowing that you had Jalen Hurts when he didn't have any weapons at all to when he got weapons, you guys would say his game absolutely changed, right? He, he just took a, a, an entirety move. He went from a top 15, 20 quarterback to a top five quarterback. You guys would agree with that, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so what, basically what I'm asking is the weapons around the quarterback matter, correct? Yeah. All right. Um, so I need people to understand one thing, bro. DeAndre Hopkins. Literally had a meeting with the New England Patriots. Went in the building, met with Bill Belichick, met with, with the Kraft, met with all these guys. I'm pretty sure you probably, you know, sat down, chopped it up with Mac Jones and everything. They let that guy walk out of the building. And honestly, I think that was the biggest mistake of the New England Patriots offseason, was letting, was not signing Hopkins. Because we see how bad it, it's really affecting the player of, of, of Mac Jones. 
Um, let's not forget two, three. Mike Jones been in the league three years now. So this rookie year, this is a guy that took a New England Patriots team to the playoffs his first year, winning ten games that season. All right. So it's so we we so we know what the potential of Mac Jones uh, is. I'm not saying this is not a kid that's going to be an elite quarterback. He'll never be a top five. He'll probably never be a top ten quarterback. But you know he has what it takes to be a top eleven to fifteen type quarterback. I think he has that type of potential. But the thing is, what is this kid like? Honestly, and, and PC, I want you to come back because because you know we chop this up all the time. What it, I, I, my thing is, I wrote it on my notes. I'm like, what what is he supposed to do? Like, what is Mac Jones supposed to do when his his best one his his running back won eight carries for twenty one yards? So you know what they try to do? They try to say, okay, maybe you know Stevenson is just his day off. Ezekiel Elliott had the same amount of carries, PC, same amount of carries, eight carries, eight carries, twenty four yards, twenty one yards. So your combined running back combined for forty five yards rushing. So we already know the Patriots are. Yeah. When they had Tom Brady, they were a great rushing team first. Tom Brady always had the help of his running backs in the back. He didn't always have the best weapons, but he had his running back in the back, and they leaned on that very, very much. Mac Jones doesn't have that. Like, you're basically asking this kid to go out there with no wide receiver, with no wide receiver help or weapons at all. No running, the running backs that you, the two running backs that are supposed to be bell cows and they're supposed to be dogs in the back, they're not getting it done. What the hell is Mac Jones supposed to do in his third year under Bill under Bill's system, like, can somebody answer that for me? Because honestly, I, I did. I'll say this about about Mac Jones: when you're when you're ass, you're ass. And yeah. I know that Mac Jones has been playing like pretty bad, like, and he has, like, I, you know, even I'll say this, CJ, like, even if he had uh, DeAndre Hopkins, say he had the wide receiver one, say he had some decent running backs in his backfield, like. Some of the plays that he was making, especially I saw against Dallas, some of the throws that he was making, like it just it wasn't accurate. All right. Now I'm not saying Matt Jones is the sole reason that the Patriots lost in the fashion that they have. All right. When you get benched two weeks in a row, you're you're obviously doing more than just you know getting through your reads and uh, hitting your throws wrong. Um, but Mac is a part of the problem. I don't think he's completely innocent here. I will say this. Bill Belichick, I'll get you in my hot take, man, but you really set Mac up for failure this year. Like, seriously. Like, Mac Jones. I'm not going to. Um, Tom Brady is considered the greatest quarterback of all time for a multitude of reasons. One of the reasons being that he can turn garbage into gold. Mac Jones cannot even turn roadkill into play all right it's just it's not happening um mac needs a, a young quarterback especially like mac jones needs weapons around him and i'm sorry to tell you uh uh ezekiel elliott in his 30s and uh checks notes Devonte parker and kendrick Bourne are not going to help a young quarterback develop into a top 10 quarterback and potentially top five quarterback. So, uh, yeah, this, this, as much as it is on Matt Jones, I think a lot of the blame needs to be put on Bill Belichick, the GM as well, because we all know Bill Belichick, the head coach is still one of the greatest head coaches of all time, if not the greatest, but Bill Belichick, GM, he's got to go. Yes. But yeah, like I said, I agree with everything you said, PC. Um, I'm just really tired of of, of, of Pat's fans. Cough, cough, CC. 
I'm trying to say, oh, trade Mac Jones, trade Mac Jones. I mean, you're not going to trade Mac Jones. Mac Jones isn't, I mean, Mac Jones is a part of the problem, but I guess what I'm saying is Mac Jones isn't the full problem. Uh, this is what happens when you when you don't give your wide receiver weapons, when the running backs aren't doing their job. Uh, I didn't even talk about the offensive line PC, which is actually uh, actually really terrible this year. It's actually really bad. Um, so, yeah, they need to uh, fig- figure those things out. Uh, get this case on weapons, whether it's in the draft or free agency. Uh, I think that needs to be the most important thing uh, that the Patriots are working on this year is getting themselves a wide receiver. Because, um, like I said, I mean, you're going to get more of the same <clears throat> with Mac Jones if you don't get him a wide receiver. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the second loser of the week. I'm just going to make this one simple because I'm pretty sure you guys already know what this one is. It's going to be the Broncos, bro. It's going to be my Broncos. Um, and I actually went Sean Payton versus Nathaniel Hackett. All right, and here's what I wrote down on PC. And Gianni, all right. So the Jets beat us 31 to 21. All right. Broncos sit at one and four, and the Jets are sitting at two and three right now with Nathaniel Hackett. All right. We all remember everything that he had to say about Nathaniel Hackett. Um, whether you agree with what he said um or not, we are we 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 all heard. So I, I don't really need to say what he said, but we 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 all heard what he had to say. All right. So Brees Hall, 177 yards, one touchdown. And then the worst coach of all time, I put in quote unquote, beat the Hall of Famer Sean Payton. I mean, that's really what I want for the week. I didn't even really get into the game, bro. I mean, it's pathetic. I I already did my damage, but uh, yeah. All right, so uh, with the final loser, or are you gonna talk this time, Tolu? Because I actually put your Ravens on my list. As you uh, should. Ten seventeen. Yeah. I lost. That's- Lamar Jackson, twenty two of thirty eight, two hundred thirty six yards, no touchdowns, interception, and a fumble loss. Um. Bateman had two drop passes. One of those passes were a touchdown, where if he catches that touchdown in end zone, you guys probably win this game. Um, and then Odell Beckham, two catches for 13 yards. And I wrote $17 million next to, next to me in these notes totally. I mean, you already know what time it is. Go ahead and say what you need to say, bro. This is your team. I mean, what's going on with the Ravens, bro? This, I, we, we, have a, we have a – John Harbaugh has a, a, a trend of playing down to his competition. So – this doesn't really surprise me. This always happens when we play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Only team in the AFC North, we, these people turn into you-know-what again. I'm not going to say it again because this is a family-friendly show. Always happens. Like Patrick Queen said at the post-game interview, it's always the same stuff. Besides George Pickens and besides besides that that bomb that at the very end of the game that George Pickens scored, the defense did their part. They did their part the whole game. The offense didn't show up. The offense let Lamar Jackson down yet again. I mean, what 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 else is that to say, bro? Rashad Bateman drop touchdown. Bro, Nelson Aguilar drop touchdown. If we score those touchdowns, this is easily a blowout game. We were the, we were shutting down the Pittsburgh Steelers offense one one through three quarters, bro. I mean, what is it? What is that? What do I have to say, bro? We have a ten of playing down to our competition. It, it, it always happens. Always happens when we play the Steelers. We are one and seven against the Pittsburgh Steelers throughout the, th- these past three years. One and seven. One and seven against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why these motherfuckers shit the bed every time they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you know what? You know why? Because they're so caught up on the rivalry. The rivalry. Every single time they play the Steelers, 
oh, you know, it's the rivalry, you know, uh, we always got to, you know, uh, you know, they're going to play hard, you know, TJ Watts, the best rusher in the league, oh, Patrick Queen, oh, to Mike Tomlin said, I don't belong on the Ravens, man, why can't you guys just shut the fuck up? Excuse my language. Why can't y'all just shut up and actually play their game? Because a Ravens-Steelers game is not going to be high scoring. It's not going to be high scoring. I don't care if it's high scoring. I care win the damn game. This team has caused me more pain than any team in my life. I am 24 years old. I've dealt with these mofos from the Ben Roethlisberger days when the when the Troy Polamalu interception when they constantly own the division for 15 plus years and sick of these mofos. Every time we play these mofos, it's always on sight. I can't stand this team. I can't look at this team. I can't even, I, I, I don't even like every time I use the Pittsburgh T-Steelers terrible tarot as a comrade. I literally use that for them. In fact, no, no, no. If I, if I see a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I spit in their face. In fact, if a Pittsburgh Steelers fan die, I'm pissing in their grave. That's how much I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're my biggest opposition for my whole life. My whole life. But now, we're one in seven against them the past two years because these motherfuckers always want to play down to their competition when they play the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's like they're so scared of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Stop being a bunch of coochies and actually play like men when you play against the Steelers. Fuck all the rivalry shit. Just play to win. Play to win, bruh. Every single time. Every time we play Pittsburgh. Every time. Every time, bruh. I'm done. I'm done. Just just move on, please, before I lose my temper even more, bro. Please. I mean, excuse me, but, um, yeah, I mean, bro, you can only get this on We Hate Sports. You got to love Tolu Durant, dog, because, you never, honestly, we never know when they're going to happen. They just happen. And as you can see on the live, I mean, they catch us off guard. We're laughing and we're just shocked by the things that Tolu says. But thank you, Tolu. We appreciate it, you know. <clears throat> So let's go ahead and move on to the three winners for the week. Uh, number one, let's go with the obvious Bears over the Commanders, uh, 40 to 20. Justin Fields, 15 to 29, 282 yards, four touchdowns, no no interceptions, finally. Uh, 11 rushes for 57 yards. And uh, in his last two games, I just guys want you to notice, in his last two games, eight touchdowns, 617 yards, one pick. Um, PC, Gianna, do y'all think? There's any chance that the Bears honestly figured this thing out the last two weeks? Or do you think it's just it's just a fluke? Well, let's see. Uh, yeah, oh, we have to see. Uh, they took on uh Broncos defense. Um that was uh that was a uh, they took on the commanders defense. That was um yeah, it wasn't their best uh outing. And uh they, they uh uh, they beat the Commanders this week. Um, then I, uh, yeah, last two weeks, I guess Justin Fields has uh, found like his stride. I wouldn't say the entire team has, has found their stride. I, I, I can say that maybe Justin Fields has found like what fits with him. Uh, maybe Chase Claypool was like the problem because um, ever since they they got rid of him, like it seems like Justin Fields has like finally at least stepped up in the right direction. Um, 
you know, scoring 40 points in an NFL game, like, that's that's impressive in itself. And finally using DJ Moore, the, the guy that they, they got with the first overall pick correctly, I mean, three touchdowns, that's something to scoff at right there. You know, like, he finally showed up. Like, it it looked right. 230 yards receiving. Like, it looked, it looked right for once in Chicago. And you got to cherish moments like these, too, because you're not going to make the playoffs this year. All right, I don't think that this is going to be like their turnaround like game. Like this isn't a turnaround win or anything, but sure she's going to shut them. Because you know, I don't think you're gonna get a lot of them this year. And also most... too Go ahead, go ahead, Johnny. Also too is next week, I think this coming Sunday, they're playing the Vikings defense. Another defense that they could be really on. bad, yeah. Yeah. That defense is terrible. Yeah, and then that, the most important I think the most important thing is I think they hadn't won a game in like a year, like a full calendar year before they won against the Commanders on Thursday night. So uh, as a Bears fan, bro, that has to feel good because, yeah, I couldn't. I mean, my team is terrible, but I couldn't imagine not winning a game in like over a year, but that's just terrible. I could not relate to that at all. So, yeah, um, I don't know. Like like PC said, it's not. I don't think that this is going to mean the Bears are going to go to the Super Bowl or playoffs or anything, but I think this is uh, a team that could pick up some momentum. But I mean, if there was any opportunity that you wanted to move off Justin Fields, I guess my thing would be this year. But it's like, don't play yourself out of Caleb Williams or Drake May. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if the Bears mess around and win, like, five, six games, I mean, they're out of that conversation. So, I mean, that's definitely going to be something that we uh, <clears throat> that everybody's definitely going to end up paying attention to if the Bears go ahead and win, like, two, three games and they start catching some people off guard. Um, so, yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to the second team. Uh, this is obvious. The Lions 42-24 win over the Panthers. Uh, Jared Goff, bro. 20 of 28, 236 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, he's looked really good this season. Um, MV, MV, is it too early to say MVP conversations? Because he looked really good this year. Nah, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 think he's, I think he's doing what he's supposed to do. Let's just say Fair that. Enough. Yeah, I agree with PC. And you want to know something, too, with the Lions, too? I think the Lions are the third best team in the NFC, I think. Yeah. Because Eagles, Niners is going to be one and two, of course. And I think the third team is the Lions. I think the Lions are way better than the Cowboys, honestly. Yeah, I, 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 I could agree with that. I could definitely agree with that. Cowboys, they, they, Cowboys may, they, they may be a little overrated, but we'll, we'll, we'll definitely know. Um, we'll definitely know as the season goes on a little more. But, yeah, um, <clears throat> David Montgomery, 19 carries for 190 yards, a touchdown. But I really want to talk about Sam Laporta. Three catches for 47 yards, two touchdowns. He's had three touchdowns in his last three games. Um, if, for, for, if, if anybody has paid attention to Sam Laporta on this call, I'm not sure you have. That kid is a baller bro he's a dog all right honestly i think he has the potential to be i mean i don't know what it is about these iowa tight ends like i wish sean was here because maybe he could tell us what it is in the water there bro but these iowa tight ends they're different they're special um but yeah um how do i say this without sounding crazy because i don't is there any chance that sam reported because i personally think he has the type if of he's top five right now, CK. You can say that he's top five because he's okay. Five. Yeah, I want to say Sam Laporte is top five right now. But I, he, I mean, honestly, 
This kid's playing lights out. I mean, I think he's played his his way into the offensive rookie of the year conversations. I don't think he'll win, of course. Uh, I, I think it's going to be B. John Robinson. I don't think it's close, but yeah, I think he's definitely played himself in that conversation. But um, yeah, this kid just has a lot of talent. Uh, I really like his upside, and um, I think his ceiling is very, very is very very high. And I think we're talking in, in the next couple of years. I think we're having a conversation about is Laporta and whoever else is, you know going up next to this kid, you know, who's the who's the best tight end in the league, and I think his name will be in those conversations. Uh, this kid is special, like I said, and we all, I think we would all agree that I don't think the, if the Lions were to move on to a better uh, quarterback um, than what Jared Goff, and I feel bad saying this because he's been playing so well, but there's still a, there's still a chance that maybe Jared Goff is not the future uh, of the uh, Detroit Lions, so there's a chance that they can upgrade that quarterback. Um, that's only going to it's only going to improve and, and, and just make the process even faster for a guy like Laporta to be a top-notch uh, tight end in the league. But right now, yeah, definitely PC. I'm glad you said it because I definitely think he's top five right now. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just biased because like, I've seen a lot of their games now that I'm in Michigan. Um, <clears throat> that and I had this kid in a lot of my uh, fantasy leagues. So, yeah, so I pay attention to him a lot. And he gets me a lot of points, bro. So I really like him for that as well. But yeah, uh, like Gianni said, I agree with Gianni said earlier. I think this is a team that's way better um, than the Dallas Cowboys. I think they are third behind the 49ers, uh, Eagles. I think the Lions are right there at third. Um, I think this is a team that can have an opportunity to go deep in the playoffs. I think this is also a team that if you guys end up facing, be careful. And I'm speaking for the 49ers and the Eagles. I think this is one of those teams, one of those sneaky teams you guys don't want to face in the playoffs because I think they're that good. Um, Would you guys agree or disagree, Eagles fans? You disagree if you want to. But I, I faced them. We faced them in the season over last year. They were pesky, so um, and they've only gotten better from last year. So I, I would probably imagine they give us a run for our money. Like if we, it, it will be. I think it will be a shootout, honestly. But I yeah. think we come out on top. I agree. All right. So with that, let's go ahead and move on to the last uh, winner of the week, and we kind of talked about them. A little earlier, so I'm not. I won't talk too much. But the 49ers, 42, uh, 10 win over the Cowboys. I already read Brock's 30 stats: 17 to 24, 250 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Adibo Samuel with 105 all-purpose yards after having a dud just a week before. It was nice to see him get back out there and make something happen. Uh, George Kittle, 67 yards with the three touchdowns. PC mentioned earlier in the defense: three interceptions, a fumble, uh, and they held Dallas to under 200 yards. Um, regardless if they're number one or two, PC. Um, in the NFC, this is a very dangerous team. Whether you want to have the Eagles at one, or the 49ers at one, I think we can all agree that this is a very dangerous team. Um, that will definitely go far in the playoffs. <clears throat> uh, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a 49ers uh, Eagles uh, NFC championship game. I think we'll finally get we'll get that rematch this year. Um, but yeah, man, the 49ers they look great yesterday. Like I said, there was every part of from special teams to the offense to the defense, everything just looked absolutely correct. They were stout. Uh, they made absolutely no mistakes on offense. They did all the right things on defense. Uh, and and McCarthy was just out coached by Shanahan, and it just was not close from the get go. Um, I don't know if you guys want to add more to that because, like I said, we spoke on it a little earlier. But um, yeah, yes, no, no. Uh, I'm gonna say this. About like they're they're gonna have some games like the Seahawks against us, like those games I think are gonna be very telling because if you look at their schedule, first five games outside of Dallas, who we know are pretty fraudulent, if they don't get turnovers, their defense, 
And then you look at the Rams. The Rams are a team that are in every game, basically, as well. So, like, that, that was a team that challenged. They might lose the second game to the Rams. I think they're going to lose a game to the Rams because the Rams are actually pretty impressive early on. But, like, overall, it, it, it's going to be Niners-Eagles in the championship game. It's going to be in Philly again. But, yeah, um, that's going to be it for TK's tier list. Three winners, three uh, losers of the week. We'll be back next week with three new winners, three, lo- uh, three new losers. Uh, with that, Desi, you can go ahead and take it over. All right. Great. Happy my team wasn't on the losing list. That's what Happy the Jazz wasn't on the winning list neither because I was going to get on. But anyways, great list. <laughs> great list this week. Um, now, y'all, it's time to play a little mini game. So are we ready? I don't care if y'all are. We're ready. Okay, first question. TK, why are you over there smacking on some food? The Eagles will beat the blank till we reach back-to-back Super Bowls. That's crazy. I didn't know I was going to go first, to be honest. But I literally just said it like five seconds ago. I expect the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and the 49ers uh, to rematch in the NFC Championship game. So I guess if they're going to have to beat anybody, it's going to have to be that team uh, to get to the Super Bowl, although I do not expect that to be the case this year. Okay, PC. Russell Wilson will be of the blank in 2024. Um, TK may not like my answer, but I do think it's going to be the Broncos. Um, you know, as much as I clown them with the with the quarterback list, you know, earlier, like Russ really has been playing bad this year. Like he has not done anything to like make him the scapegoat. Like. This year has been a miserable year, and like barring any like locker room issues or morale issues or leadership issues, like you want to blame it on that, or that be the reason that they trade away Russ to a team, like okay, I guess, but I, I don't think he was the reason that the Broncos are uh, with the record uh, that they're at right now. Uh, you know, and if this is actually like a new change in ownership, um, you know, I, I do think that you know you can have. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson, you know, a guy that's, you know, a, a aging vet in this league. You know, not a lot of teams are going to, like, actually look at him the way that they used to. You know, you can you can run with that with the rebuild. You know, Russ got his ring. You know, he may not like it, but this may be what his future is in Denver on rebuilding team until they get that franchise quarterback. Um, and, you know, especially next year, they have a lot of a lot of quarterbacks to choose from. Uh, so, you know, I had say, say, for example, a guy, a guy like Shadir Sanders learns on the Russell Wilson for a year, or even a guy like, uh, like Quinn Ewers or Michael Penix. There are a couple of choices to choose from. So I don't think Russ should just be traded, you know, this off season, you know, to try and get some capital. Like, no, keep him there. Keep him as a star for next year and just draft your, your franchise guy. Simple as that. Okay, Gary. Damian Miller will win MVP if if Giannis lets him take over, you know, as being the number one guy, and he averaged like thirty three, thirty four points per game. I think that's the best I think he can do to try to win MVP. But I think Giannis will be the number one guy there. Okay, so then. 
LeBron James will average blank for the 2024 season as the oldest player in the NBA. Oh, man, it's been a while since I've talked about my God, the GOATs, the greatest player to have ever touched the planet Earth, the, 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 the family man, the greatest player of our generation. It's been a minute. It's been so long. But my, what I think he's going to average, I think he's going to average maybe around 25 points a game, maybe 24 points a game. Like maybe eight assists and probably eight rebounds because that's his career average, so or almost his career average. Because this year he don't gotta do a lot of things because the Lakers actually got shot creators around him, so he doesn't have to have the ball in his hands around. We they got D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Gabe Vincent, Rui Hachimura, um, uh, Christian Wood, uh, uh, Christian Wood, Jackson Hayes. The Lakers are just, they're just built, their debt is absolutely great, and LeBron doesn't have to do a lot, have a lot of offense. He still has to probably carry some games, because, you know, they're going to have to need LeBron to be LeBron at some point. But this is Anthony Davis's team, so LeBron needs to take a step back so he conserves himself for the playoffs, and then when the playoffs start, he starts wreaking havoc like he always does. So... LeBron's going to average 24 to 25 a game as at 24 to 25 a game because LeBron is still going to get his points. He's still going to get his assists. He's still going to get his rebounds and he's going to shoot over 50%. He's still got to work on his free throws though. I still get angry when he misses free throws. I mean, what are you doing? You need to start. You, 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 you need to no, no more, no that. You need to put more into it. But you know, you know who is going to average 25 a game? Joel Embiid. Yes, I just had to Troll Roderick because the Sixers. Gianni, I don't know why you're laughing. Your heat are more cooked than the, the, the than the Sixers. I'm just saying. Thank you. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Keep James Harden will stay in Philadelphia if. I'm, I'm so glad that I did not give him the Lamar Jackson bump too. Thank God. Um. Let me focus on my answer. Sorry. <laughs> um, James Harden's going to stay in Philadelphia if he actually sees like what the, the team is cooking with this year. Um, look, I think a lot of people like have kind of written this off because of this whole James Harden situation. And yet, this is still a Sixers team that's going to be, like I said last week, they're still going to finish as a top four team in the East. Um, you know, this. Uh, we have a top five, in my opinion, head coach in the league in Nick Nurse. Like, with his terrorist defense, uh, it's in Philadelphia this year, and I love it. All right? We're going to see a lot of young guys get minutes for the team. Young guys will provide energy off the bench. All right? If James Harden actually sees what we're cooking with the team this year, maybe that will convince him to stay. But James Harden, I know, is going to do what James Harden wants to do at the end of the day is he's, he's going to benefit what benefits him you know and i still think he wants to get traded to the clippers but if he wants to stay in philadelphia you know maybe maybe even win that in-season tournament will like uh give him more reason to stay but until then i i just don't see it quite yet but uh if you are saying philadelphia he, he would just have to see like how underrated or uh underappreciated this team might be this year. 
Okay, TK. People will finally realize. People will finally realize Brock Purdy is a top ten quarterback in the NFL when he defeats, excuse me, the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Championship to finally take the 49ers to the Super Bowl, which they haven't been since I'm. I want to say since like 2012 or something like that. I don't know. Lamar Jackson will reach a Super Bowl when he. When this team actually actually gets healthy, basically, like that's the thing that I feel that is stopping them from reaching their potential. Honestly, injuries. I think they're still a team that possibly can get to the championship game, but it, it depends on the health of the team and the performance. You forgot one, Gianni. They have to learn how to catch. Okay, yeah, that too. And your quarterback, I don't know how to hold on to the football. Josh okay. uh, Allen knows a lot about that. Okay. will finally win a Super Bowl if. Wait, the who won the Super Bowl? Yeah, the Cowboys. <laughs> let's let's be for real right now. Come on now. Really? All right. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys will win the Super Bowl if they get rid of Dak Prescott and the Philadelphia Eagles never existed, the San Francisco 49ers never existed, the Baltimore Ravens never existed, and it was just the Dallas Cowboys and the Chicago Bears, the only two teams in the NFL. Then they'll win the Super Bowl. Okay, PC. I like your last one. The New York Jets will make the playoffs. Um, if that defense keeps playing the way that it is right now, the Jets are playing inspired football the last two weeks. Like truly, like I think Aaron Rodgers, like you know, giving that team a kick in the ass that they needed, and Zach Wilson not being terrible helps. Um, you know, this team a lot more. Um, in more ways than one. So, yeah, we already knew how great this Jets defense is going into the season. Um, you know, unfortunately for them, had Aaron Rodgers not gotten hurt, we would still be talking about them as a Super Bowl contender. But they can still make the playoffs. Um, I, I think, you know, as we, you know, show kind of predicted, like there are teams that we thought were going to be good this year that kind of fizzled out. Uh, so that wild card is always going to be a little bit more wide open than what we think. Um if the Jets play good enough, you know, again, inspiring football for the rest of the season, they're going to have a shot at the end. Um, you know, unfortunately for them, you know, they, I think they're still going to finish with like seven or eight wins and just miss out on the playoffs. But um, Robert Sala is going to have his guys ready. Let's just say that. So they keep playing inspired defense, then I think they will make the playoffs. Okay. And for the last one, TK, the Colorado Buffaloes will make a bowl game if. To be honest, honestly, I think they just continue. Uh, I don't know, man. They keep winning these close games against these bad teams, and y'all know it. Just, just like two weeks ago, I was real in Colorado. Um, just keep believing in. Just, I guess keep believing in pride. Um, 
they do get they do get Travis back this week, so I think that that that's a bigger that that's something that'll def, that'll desperately help them a lot as well on offense and defense. Um, I think this team will make a bowl game. Like I said, just believe in Prime. Continue playing the way that you're playing because whatever whatever it is they're doing, I mean they keep squeaking out these wins, and even in, even in the games against really uh really 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 good teams, they make those competitive as well. Um. So yeah, I think just keep you just really you just gotta keep winning, bro. Like you just gotta keep winning the games that you're supposed to win, and uh, make the games um, that you're not supposed to win just really competitive, like they have been. Um, America loves Colorado right now, so I think either way, no matter what happens, they're gonna get in the bowl game. <clears throat> no matter what happens, but if it's just depending on them, I think they just gotta keep winning. Like I said, um, keep winning the games that you're supposed to win, and then um, at least make the games that you don't win competitive. Uh, because each week, I mean, Colorado's the most watched team each week, and everybody's watching. So uh, just keep winning. Believe in Prime, I guess. I, I really don't know how to answer that question, bro, because I'd be shocked if they actually make a bowl game, to be honest. Yeah, with that, that concludes our game. And now it's time to move on to my personal favorite segment that is hot takes. So first, to give their hot takes, Tolu, since you pumped up. Tolu. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, my hot take. All right. I'm going to go NBA again. Um, you know, um, the NBA's back. Preseason starting to, you know, take off a little bit. But um, after what I just saw from the OKC Thunder and the San Antonio Spurs, man, Wemby, Wemby's going to be a problem, man. Wemby is going to be a problem. So, <clears throat> my hot take is. The top three rookie of the year candidates are going to be Victor Wembenyama, Scoot Henderson, and Chet Holmgren. Because Chet looks absolutely great today when he was going after, after Wemby. Chet and the Oak, I'm telling you guys, the OKC Thunder are going to be, they're going to be battling for a playing team. They could, they might just sneak out of a playing team if Chet Holmgren plays like this. I'm telling you right now because Chet, I think he had like, what, 30 points, I think. I, he had like 30 points. He he looks stronger. He looks faster. I'm telling you, the rookie of the year race is going to be Wemby, going to be Scoot, and it's going to be Chet. And I think Chet is going to win rookie of the, rookie of the year. I'm going to go NBA take. Uh, I'm going to go with take of the Eastern Conference Finals. I know everybody's going to pick Bucks and Celtics. But I'm going to go with the Heat and the Bucks in the Conference Finals next season. And honestly, you want to know something? I think the Sixers have a, a great shot, actually, this year, being, like, unknown, basically. Basically, being under the radar, have a great chance of even being in the Conference Finals as well. I think... Those four teams right there that I named, either of those teams, two of those teams can actually get to the conference finals. I'm tired of the disrespect, Miami. You guys say that we lost these players, we lost that player. Like, you know, Struess and Vincent were basically guys that were working at McDonald's two years ago. So, like, we pick up anybody from McDonald's, Burry King, and we make them look more decent than ever. So. I think we're going to be fine in everything. Yanni, I would be that confident. I don't know, man. 
Y'all, because during the regular season order, Miami looks like, oh, they'll make it. Then in the playoffs, y'all try to turn it up. Nobody's taking you serious with it. Well, look, Benson and Shrews was basically the problem and the injuries, too, because we were the second most injured team last season. And usually when you're a top five most injured team, you don't make the playoffs at all, basically. Detroit, I think, was the worst team with the most injuries, and they won, I think, 20 games. So, like, you just have to have, I think, much better injury luck during the regular season and a little bit of things going your way, basically, that didn't go last season. And it was like a three-game difference, the fourth seed to the eighth seed. So, like... It, it, that's how I think the East is going to be. Everything is going to be decided by three or four games, basically. See, like, it's like now I got to do a hot take against the Heat, bro. Because, like, Gianni, just stop. Eastern Conference Finals, but stop. Stop. You're not better than the Sixers. You're not better than the Bucks. You're not better than the Celtics. I, to be honest, I'm going to be so honest. I don't even know if you're better than the Cavs this year. But with that being said, let me get my hot take. All right, since you want to give your yeah, hot take, you're going to make it to the season. Eastern. Yeah, I, I give you that. But the Eastern Conference Finals or whatever, right? <clears throat> so my hot take is going to be this. I'm sorry, Gianna. You know, you know, I love you, bro. But like, now my hot take is going to have to be this. You guys are getting eliminated first round. Miami, you're going to make the playoffs. So absolutely, I'm not that stupid to say the Miami Heat aren't going to make the playoffs. You guys are make the playoffs, but you guys are going to get eliminated in the first round, whether it be against the Knicks, whether it be against the Cavs. Whether I don't know who it's going to be against, but it's going to be against a team that is was that is a team that would not beat you last year with the team you had last season. Okay, like I just need you to know how bad your roster is now. It's not a good roster. TK, I want to tell you something. Last season we had a much worse roster than this season. Cody Zeller was our backup center. We had no power forward outside of Kevin Love. Now we have actually power forward or center. The only thing we don't have is a point guard, basically. That, that's really the only question mark, unless Tyler Hero or Josh Richardson can play point guard. If that, if that works out perfectly, then I think we're, we're much better than last season. We're probably like the fourth or fifth seed season, if, if healthy, too, because you're also, too, forgetting that we were the second most injured team last season. Mm-hmm. So... If we're not the second most injured team last season, we probably win 47, 48 games, probably be the fourth, fifth seed last season. You have to take all that in account. And, yeah, we lost screws and Vincent, but we lost players before, like Kendrick Nunn, that people were hyping when he was signed with the Lakers, saying that that was a big loss for Miami. You remember that a couple years ago? So, you know, it, it always happens. Every year, everybody says this team is going to go the 7th AC and be eliminating the first round. And guess what? Three conference finals appearances in four years, two finals appearance. Nobody, I think when when he, Jimmy came to Miami, nobody expected this team to be past the first round. My hot take this week, I touched on a little bit earlier, but it's about Bill Belichick and how he, uh, he, he just, he, he doesn't know what's best for this Patriots team. Um, Roster-wise, this team stinks. On paper, it, it is not a playoff-caliber team. And when you have a, a young quarterback in Mac Jones that is obviously struggling, and you, you bench him because like you haven't put the proper weapons around him, like that's an issue. 
That goes back to the front office. That goes back to the GM. And last time I checked, the GM for the Patriots is you, Bill Belichick. You can't do it both. Um, and I know that he's one way away from winning 300 as a head coach. He's going to get it this year. You know, the Patriots are still going to pull out a couple more wins this year. But um, after that, my hot seat this week, I think Bill Belichick has to step down. Not only as GM for the Patriots, but as a head coach for the Patriots as well. Um, I don't think you have anything else to prove, Bill. Like, you really don't. You know, uh, you get out there in age as well. Like, I know these NFL seasons, they're long. They are grueling. Um, they can be mentally draining, especially when it, it starts to tarnish your reputation as much as it has. Like, these last two weeks have both been Bill Belichick's worst losses as a head coach in the NFL. Bill Belichick has been a head coach in the NFL for a better part of the last half century. He's been a head coach for 41 years in the NFL. That, that, that's incredible. That's a resume and a reputation you do not want tarnished because you think you can still win it all with Mac Jones as your franchise guy. So there's like four or five games that they can still win this year. Uh, which would put uh, Bill's total, he's currently at 299. We'll say he gets four more wins. I think walking off into the sunset with 303 career wins as a head coach in the NFL, that's pretty impressive. Uh, so, like I said, you have nothing more to prove, Bill. Like, just just walk off into the sunset, dude. Uh, and I think he's upset as the head coach and GM. That's my hot seat after this season. Um, and, yeah, that'll do it. Episode 144, guys. Um, make sure you go and check out our socials, our, our Instagram, and our X at WHS underscore podcast, and our TikTok and YouTube that we hate sports. We post weekly. Uh, we will, of course, post our locks and shocks uh, for week six uh, this week. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, and be ready for a barrage of all of the We Hate More Sports uh, episodes that I have to catch up on. I just haven't had the time for it. But I haven't got about them. They will be posted this week. I will have time this week. Don't worry. Pretty little heads, all right? In the episode 14, we have more sports. Me and Gianni, we got you covered for our MLB Divisional Series predictions, all right? We also recap the wildcard series for you. I gave my fast lane predictions. The whole nine yards, all right? So stay tuned for that. Go and check that out. Um, and... Yeah, say hydrate, call up one, check up on how much you love them. Now, I I hate touching on on topics that I don't know the full story to, uh, especially political ones, ones that touch on religion, um, you know, because that is a sensitive topic for a lot of people. Um, but I'm sure, unless you've been living under a rock, you've seen all the uh, outrage from the public. Uh, about the current war going on with uh, Palestine and Israel right now. Um, and you've seen companies, especially in America, teams come out and show their support for Israel. Um, now, what makes this a touchy topic is that it's actually Palestine that's trying to get the land back from Israel. But unfortunately, Israel is a U.S. ally which is why you can see the support for Israel. Um, I won't go too much into you know the details of that situation. As a matter of fact, I'm not even here to show support for either side. 
All I'm saying is that if you are a decent human being, a sensible human being, and you see death and war on both sides, casualties on both sides, how you will want that to end, right? Like, surely there's another way. Um, war is something that was created to resolve uh, problems in society. And typically it does not end until another country has lost everything that it's had um, or the, the situation has gotten so dire that another country throws in the white flag. Um, as far as Israel in Palestine stands, um, again, we're presenting the podcast. I'm, I don't, you know, know the full situation. I'm just going to send all my love and thoughts and prayers to both sides and to all the families and members of victims of uh, the soldiers on both sides that have to encounter this, that have to deal with this because it's scary. It's scary on both sides, like truly. You know, if, if America went to war tomorrow and there were Russian soldiers knocking and uh, charging at our front door, we'd be terrified. We'd be terrified. Um, so I wouldn't want that for anybody. I don't want that for anybody in the Middle East. Um, you know, I know, like I said, uh, Palestine are trying to get land back. One of the cities that's being fought over is Jerusalem, um, which is in the Bible. It's hard. It's scary, and it's hard. Uh, so I'm just praying for both sides. I'm praying for both sides and for all soldiers involved and all the families and victims involved in this horrible situation because it truly is uh so that's why i always say keep going back to it every single week because it really does matter guys if you have people that you care about in your life take care of them um because you just you never know when that last combo is going to be you never know when that that last text you sent to them is is going to be you just you don't know you don't know you'll never know so just appreciate while you have it um that's my message this week 145 is uh it's next week check the date actually we're still in the middle of the month uh the nba is getting really close to being back in action uh so get your popcorn ready folks because we're uh we're coming in for for uh, a landing to paradise once again to euphoria euphoria is nfl NBA, MLB, and the NHL back in action. Um, yep, so that's all I got. Tolu, please, for the love of God, wherever you're about to sin, please just don't. Just, just don't. Please, just don't. Please, just. It's just don't. like my thing is like, why ruin the childhood of all of us? Like I grew up a huge anime Pikachu, uh, like like uh, like like what are you doing, Toto? Why is Ash getting piped by Pikachu? What is going on here? Why do you have these in your phone? Are you ruining Pokemon to me? 